Welcome to episode 17 of Rabble, Rabble, Rabble. This is UK Peter, bringing it to your front door like an Amazon Prime package. I'm here to let you know, that we will be using the B word, the D word, the F word, the C word, the L, M, N, O, P word. Basically if you're offended by words, then you can go stick a flim flop up your gym bop. You see? Was that really better than just using a goddamn curse word? Please welcome your host Sir Dennis McMahon and Miss Lindsay Hobbs. You know what the what the listeners don't know is that was his second take. It's hard to find good help these days. You know? Yes. Inhale. <laughs> Exhale. Like You gotta you gotta enunciate. You gotta enunciate your words, Peter. What is, what is a flin flop? I think it's up your gym bop. I think it's like an English thing. Ever since, <laughs> ever since Brexit, I can't understand anything in the UK translations with the <laughs> Irish backdrop. I, I just have been unable to exchange properly, you know, euro to to pound to dollar in the in the epitaph. I don't know what a flim flop in your gym bop is. <laughs> And I don't know. I, I tried to Google it while he was saying it because I didn't want to be offensive to him. Sure. And sure. Google just uh, Doesn't it didn't know have either. anything for me either. <laughs> they just censored me. They said, All right, you're banned from YouTube now because you, you said flim flop. And that started a riot. So <laughs> apparently, uh, I, I, I don't know if you heard, but UK Peter might have dropped some Q information in that last intro and uh if you use your decoder ring you can figure out when exactly we're all going to be put in gitmo um after the inauguration today so isn't it great we're never gonna have to talk about this kind of shit ever again everything's gonna go back to being very nice and boring and we're gonna go back to worrying about the economy yeah and just like very normal shit i'm not gonna be like checking cnn to see if there's like some kind of like riot happening somewhere yeah. Doom scrolling. I think that should be doom the word scrolling. of 2020 was yeah. doom scrolling. Yeah. I and didn't know. It's one of those words that you didn't know that's what you were doing until somebody made a word for it. And that's exactly what was happening on everything. It was just like constantly, okay, what is the next like panic I have to have? And on top of it, like uh, the dude lost his like all social media. So it's like not only do you not have to like read about him in general, but you don't have to like, nobody's going to like freak out about his tweets anymore. Like, I don't know. Did did you ever ride public transportation when you were a kid or middle school or high school? So I used to have to ride the bus. I didn't have a traditional like school bus. I literally rode public transportation in high school. And there was always the crazy person on the bus. And at first, everybody's just like, okay, just ignore it. Act like it's not really <laughs> happening. And the, the crazy person just gets on the bus and starts screaming, you know, the fucking Democrats are raping children. And you're like, okay, nobody look at him. You don't look at him. You don't engage him. And it just keeps escalating. Next thing you know, he's pulling his dick out and he's trying to smear shit on the fucking bus window. And you're still like, not my problem. I'm just trying to ride the bus for 35 cents. Breathe out of my mouth. Breathe out of my mouth and up a nose. Breathe, breathe out of my mouth. And then finally, when someone like kicks him off or he gets off at the next exit there is like a weird like holy shit did you guys all oh my god i feel so much like better that that crazy person isn't smearing shit on the windows and that's kind of how i felt when like people were kicked off twitter you know yeah like, there is like a weird like 
Uh, yeah. we can like, Hey, did you guys watch the new Netflix thing? You're like, ah. <laughs> you, know, you don't have to constantly be like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> it's, it's an interesting one. Cause there is like this like line that's now been drawn in the sand and it's just like, uh, do you get behind, uh, you know, there's like a freedom of like, I don't know, like there's all the kind of thing of like, should they really have the power to like just remove people? I don't know. But like, also, I'm like, but yes, like when they're, when it's like doing the amount of harm that it's doing, then yes, absolutely. So I don't know. They have like definable characteristics of like, I don't know how they define this. They probably just could have made it up, but sure. they said that like fake news, like, like propagation, you know, like across all platforms had decreased like 58% in the last week. That's crazy. You know, like they don't see the same kind of like firestorms that used to happen. Sure. And, like, I totally agree with the, like, banning or, like, temporary banning. But I also am of the opinion that you could, like, reintroduce that and just have, like, a stricter, like, handle and to say, like, now you only get two strikes. And then, you know, so, like, that way you're not banning someone, like, you know, unless it's so egregious. And I know he's, like, terrible person and everything he's done is awful. But you could be like, okay, now you're a private citizen again. You can have your Twitter back, but the second you get out of line, then you're gone. Yeah. And that way they can't complain. You know, they're using this as like, you know, the rallying cry of like censorship. And and it's like, uh, we all know it's not. And they're disingenuous. It's like, they were the ones that took a court case to the Supreme Court to say that a bake shop in Colorado couldn't make, didn't have to make a, a cake for a gay couple. Sure. So it's like, well, and now they do believe in private businesses or Hobby Lobby doesn't have to offer the Affordable Care yeah, Act. Yeah. Because it violates their religious freedom because the Affordable Care Act covers abortions. Right. <laughs> so why can't Twitter say we as a community have decided like, this is too much. Like you guys are going too crazy. And it used to be different when certain people would say, Oh, Democrats are all terrible. Okay. That's fine. But when you're like Gary, the Democrat at address dot, 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 dot is raping children. <laughs> and we all need to go over there and like kill him. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. That is like demonstrably like should not be allowed. Right. So even if, like you can say, you and I can right now be like, Nancy Pelosi sucks, right? Like sure. she's horrible. You you could say she's a hor- you could say she's a horrible politician and she's a horrible human being. You could say she's crooked. You could say she like is the worst person that has ever been born. But when you're like, the streets will run bled, you know, run red with the blood of Nancy Pelosi's like like fallopian tubes, and I'm gonna be the one that rips them out of her vagina. I do believe that you're probably going too far. Like even if it's an abstract threat, you know, so I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to say what the uh, line should be because I know, I, I know like as a comedian, you want to say outrageous things or like, uh, like, you know, post things that might be outrageous and not have to be like, Hey, it was a joke, but you know, I think we can all like come back to a common sense idea of those things too. Right. Right. Yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting time. But you know, I had this moment today too, where uh, I think everything just finally. I was like, all right, I think I'm like done for a really long time, <laughs> because even like like all the, like the people like all the inspirational stuff happening, like I was just like, I'm not in the mood to like be inspired right now. Like, 
I just, I like everyone's like, you know, like there's all these speeches and everyone's like, it's gonna, it's a new era. And like, there's this part of me like, no, it's not though. I mean, we don't have Trump anymore and there is that, but it's not like politics was awesome before Trump. Like it's all horse shit anyway. And there yeah, is now no, we just go back to the normal style. Yeah. Now it, it's just like normal. We're just liars. Yeah. And- yeah. And then just like paid off and, and do all that. So it's just like, uh, until there's really some like big differences in there, like I, I, I'm just like, I don't even want to pretend to be inspired right now. And there's some inspiring stuff happens. So there is that, but I'm just like, I have like reached like ultimate, like fatigue with all things politics, you know, just, just like under Obama, Obama was elected and he was the first half black person in America to be elected to the president of the United States. So today I'm watching the inauguration and when Kamala Harris is sworn in, as the vice president, she was sworn in by the first Latino woman Supreme Court justice. She is half black, half Indian from immigrants who is married to a man and has stepchildren. You know what I mean? There's like all these yeah. like modern things that she is now representing. And there is something to be said for like, that person looks like me, you know, like I feel like, like, like that person has a lived experience that may mirror my own. And I was a little like, yeah, you know, like there is something to be said that first woman, you know, first black, half black, half Indian, you know, like there's a lot going on there to, to be like, all right, all right. Like there is something there. Like there is something inspirational and it takes time to kind of trickle down to the base level to feel that. But yeah, there's a lot to be like, okay. But like you said, we're right back to, okay, now we're like, don't start wars. Politicians suck. They're raping us in taxes, but let's, <laughs> you know, Democrats aren't raping children. Like we can get back to a normal <laughs> level of like skepticism about what, you know, our politicians and such. So, so I had a question watching the inauguration, yeah. watching the inauguration. Um, there's like all these bands and of course, like all these, you know, celebrities <laughs> that are a part of it. And there's this band up there that was just like singing like the world's worst version of like, here comes the sun. So I was thinking like, okay, if you were like Joe Biden or you're being sworn in, you're the president, you're being sworn into your inauguration day and you get to choose three bands, two of which are living and one dead. Um, what are the bands that you would choose? So I'm going to go first. Cause I'm ready. I feel like I'm on well, steady diet of yeah, mystic on yeah. pod cauldron, you know, like, Ooh, <laughs> choose your, your bands that would play at your inauguration. So, so I think, one of mine would have to be Charles Bradley because you have to get like people inspired, right? And this dude's gonna inspire like everybody. And, and you know, if if I was like, who could sing like that song, like uh, "Here Comes the Sun," and like I would be like, okay, this isn't a totally lame version of the song. And I could see yeah. him, I could see him performing that, you know, and making Absolutely. it making it awesome. And then I think my I would want kind of just like a like a, a band that's not like really typical. So if like Violent Femmes were still good. I would like them to play as well. And then my one dead, and this is probably like super obvious, but I think I'm going to have to go Bowie. Well, you know, know Charles Bradley's dead. Charles Bradley's not dead. Is he really? Charles Bradley's dead. Yeah, he died two years ago. What? When did that? Two years ago. How did he die? I didn't know he's dead. Of like pancreatic cancer. Like. Yeah, him and Sharon what? Jones. They like died within like six months of each other. No. Yes. Like after he, it was like right before he released his last album too, which was like really good and like inspiring. 
It was like Living uh, in America or something. It was like, I can't remember what the title was, but yeah. yeah. That'll show you like how like detached from social media I've become lately. Like I, you would think I would see that everywhere. Like Charles Bradley. That's how I was like, Charles Bradley, that is a good dead one, you know, like bring him back. <laughs> like, well, I'm going to, I went two dead ones then. Okay. So now I have to like, okay, you go with yours. Cause now I have to pick. Um, I think I would have mirrored what Joe Biden did today. You would have had I Bruce think Springsteen. Spot on. I would have had Garth Brooks, Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> and the New Radicals sing that one song from the nineties. Don't give up. You've got the music in you. And I'd instead of a mask mandate, I'd make a, a national bucket hat mandate. Everybody for one week would have to wear one of those bucket hats. <laughs> like, with the mask. I, almost wanted to, I almost wanted to take my vote back. I have no idea why, but for some reason, Joe Biden picked the new radicals. Okay. <laughs> They're that band that was it. They had one song in like 1999 that has been in like every high school music, like a uh, trailer for every movie for the last 20 years. They literally broke up like six months before that, uh, that song came out and have never been around. But for some reason, Joe Biden contacted them 22 and a half years <laughs> later to reunite for his inauguration and sing that one song. Maybe he had like, no a, idea maybe he why. had like a moment to that song, you know, maybe that song <laughs> yeah. like inspired him. Like that's when he was like, I am going to go for, I'm going to go for some big things. I can tell you what probably happened because I could I could picture in Joe Biden's mind. I'm taking us back to March of 1998, <laughs> a svelte 75-year-old Joe Biden in 1998, right? He's like 180. Like, he's looking in the mirror, and that's right when he got the hair plugs, you know, like the good ones because he always wore like a piece. Uh-huh. And then he got the real good hair plugs. And he kind of heard that on the radio while he was looking in the mirror. And he's, he's like, like yeah, you know what, Joe? Yeah, yeah, we're going into the 2000s looking better than ever. Uh, yeah, he got those big fake v- veneers, those big fake ch- horse teeth chompers that he has. <laughs> and he says, don't give up. You've got the music in you. Come on, Joe, Come sing it with and me now. You've got the people to live. Um, <laughs> you know what? I would change... Then I would have Man Man play. Man just, Man, yeah, right. yeah, because you know, like I just like somebody different than what you'd expect. Like I could have probably like guessed all of the bands that were going to play. I'm like Justin Timberlake's gonna be there, Bruce, and then it, like they're all gonna sing inspirational crap too. Like why can't we just have like yeah. party? Why can't it be like party music? Like not like hey, this is like we're looking forward to tomorrow. Look all over the sun. Oh. Uh, why, why can't it just was, be like, Hey, fun that was party the, music. That was one of the weird things about Trump is every rally he started and ended with YMCA by <laughs> the village people. <laughs> and it, and it, it makes no sense why, but literally every single rally he did, it was YMCA and he would come out and do his like dirt, dick jerky <laughs> yeah, dance that yeah, he would do. Yeah. Like, like, I didn't realize that. Uh, I didn't realize he actually started and ended the rallies with that. I just thought like somebody, cause there was a the video or whatever that everybody put. No, every single rally That's and weird. reporters were constantly like, why does he always play YMCA? Like he's, he's like the super bigoted guy. All his like supporters are super sure. bigoted and anti-gay. Yeah. And yet they're all like, why maybe there's some like public domain. Like did the rights for that, like fall <laughs> into like public domain. So they didn't have to pay anybody. Because any any other song they would try to use, 
immediately that artist that, would be yeah. like, no, 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 no. Why like, wouldn't like, you? Cease and desist. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't want nothing to do with that. But no. every single time he was like, YMCA. That's the song that gets people going. Well, you know, it is, like, is I, it, I, it is I, one I of those songs. It is one of those songs. And I don't think people like ever like paid attention to the lyrics or what it really like stood for or anything like that. You know, it's one yeah. of those. It's like, you know, jump of Jack Flash, like people, you know, like stuff playing on the radio. You're like, well, you'd really, you really think about it. I would. At my inauguration, as soon as they were like, you're president, I would change the national anthem. <laughs> I would change the national anthem from, what is it now, uh, Star Spangled Banner or God oh, Bless America? Which one is it? I don't Star remember Spangled what Banner. the official. Star Spangled Banner. Star Spangled Banner, right? And I would change it to Sweet Caroline. <laughs> because I think everybody in America knows that song. And even if you don't know like the actual words... You know the part that you're supposed to come in on. Sure. You know how to add a little oomph to it, right? I like so it. So then I would, I would have Neil Diamond. I'd be like, okay, my first act <gasps> as the president. Oh, Neil I'm Diamond. I'm changing the national anthem. And here he I'm comes. I'm going to see Caroline. And here's Neil Diamond to sing it. Oh. And he would come out. And then I would announce. So you said three bands, right? Yeah. Two, two living, two one, living dead. one dead. So my three bands would be, I'm going to f- have Neil Diamond. Like uh-huh. current day, because that's singing my our, dead one. Singing our he's, new. He's, he's halfway to the grave, th- three quarters of the way to the grave. My, I would clone, clone Neil Diamond from the 80s, and I would clone <laughs> Neil Diamond from the 70s. So I would have 70s, 80s, and, and now Neil Diamond, and each one of them would sing that their, like the song from that era, and then they would do a three-part harmony of the Bee Gees, Staying Alive. That'd be pretty great. That'd be pretty Can great. Can you imagine three Neil Diamond what? singing Staying Alive? What was hey, the when we I'm went when we went to see Neil Diamond, what was the song that's usually fast that he did slow and then we both cried at? Do you remember? I don't. There was a, <laughs> well, is it coming to America? Like no, no, like that, no. Because no, no. that's always kinda Yeah, there was a which, there's a song that he usually does fast and he like like redid it and reworked it to perform it live. I'm a believer. Like I thought love was more. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. A given thing. Made. I feel like that might not have been it, but that's fine. But anyway, but you have to have one of him do like some, like if there's going to, he has to do a slow song because that dude, you know, everyone needs to cry a little bit at your inauguration. Now, Uh another question. The first wet, the first, fat Irish guy to be president like, <laughs> in our history. Oh, it's oh, so inspirational. Oh, oh, so many guys in Boston can now be president. He looks oh, like me. So he looks like me. <laughs> he um, looks like someone I want to have McNuggets with. Okay, so then, you know, Tom Hanks is like the, the celebrity host of this whole thing. So who would yeah. be who would be your celebrity host? Because mine would, would have to Go be mine would have to be Trey Parker. Okay. Hands down. Because I want comedy, you know, I want comedy and... You want him on mushrooms or not on mushrooms? Either, you know, when he it's went his to decision, the, his decision, you know? When he went to the Academy Awards and yeah. they wore the J-Lo dresses, they were high on mushrooms, yeah. so... No, yeah, his decision, you know? Either or, I Do you think he I still does him. mushrooms? Like, he's probably I doubt 60, it. right? Like, I doubt, how old is and he? And he's got kids now. I think, like, when you... I think when you like have children, like the desire to do hallucinogens really just gets sapped right Your out. Psychedelic of you. like desire's gone, right? See, it really is because you're just like, no, I, I don't like a bad trip after you have kids is a whole different story, you know. I'm just not gonna. What I'm nervous about is the idea that like you are on. 24 7 365 for 18 years. Yeah, because legitimately yeah. anything could happen, right? So. 
like you, I can't imagine like ever having a drink after I have a child because it's like, no, no I'm always have to be like on. I mean, you know? like, I mean, people do. I don't, but people do. People do. Like I've lost yeah, all, I have lost every desire. And I was somebody, I was somebody who like, you know, cause when, uh, Brandon and I got together, like he, he's in like a sober lifestyle and I had a really hard time letting go of drinking. Like, and in my head, I would always tell him like, well, if I want to have a beer, like I'm going to have a beer, you know? And he's just like, why can't you let that go? Like, what, what does a beer matter if you're, if you've decided like, you're not going to get drunk anymore, then what does a beer even matter? Like you just can't let it go. And I couldn't let it go for a really long time. And it took like basically a year of being sober and, and just kind of being away from it um, completely. And then finally I was just like, like that, that desire, especially after you have kids, I was like, it is like. 100% 100% gone like it used to be like if I was around a beer or something like that like I would be like oh I kind of want that and like yeah like it was sort of going away before but it really like you have kids and boom gone and I don't know man I drank a lot I don't really miss it at yeah. all I just don't you have like it's like a street fighter character you have like that meter you know <laughs> yeah, and like, like the I, drinking meter yeah. goes down and I think we both like have done our, our yeah. fair share to yeah. like get to the the fatality phase yeah. of, of, of alcoholism so yeah and there's just like things <laughs> for that my for sh- my celebrity i would have to go for the male oprah the host of fear factor the ufc announcer the host of the number one podcast in the world mr joseph r rogan yeah i should have i should have probably guessed that that's who you would yeah, go come for on. like i need i need that it'll be he'll be like fear is not a factor <laughs> and then they they, the president. they pan down and like your his dick's in your mouth just like as they pan <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh, oh sorry <laughs> sorry, sorry. My first so presidential sorry. decree <laughs> is i had to suck joe rogan's dick for everybody <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You Did you misplace your... that though? Like if you were that close to Joe Rogan's dick, right? You'd have like, to, you'd you'd have to get put on it your knees mouth. and not put me, it in your mouth just Not to me, taste but it. you, yes. Yeah. We as the, as a entity of, of rabble, 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 you know, this is a partnership. Yeah. If I suck a dick, you suck a dick. <laughs> well, is that how it goes? It's gonna be an yeah. interesting life for you. <laughs> You got a lot of just want to know what it tastes like. Like I'm sure Mm -mm. dick dick tastes like dick, right? Like I don't know, but I'm guessing dick tastes like dick. But there has to be like little subtle things, right? I always imagine I always imagine like people like Justin Timberlake or like you know those people who are just like seem fancy in and out. Yeah, I imagine they have like a penis that tastes like something different, something fancy, a fancy penis taste. As opposed, well, you put your you put your finger out when, <laughs> you when you're sucking the dick. You put your finger, you put your pinky out. Yeah, you're like, ooh, <laughs> what's that? You know, the chevron. You know, like there's some fancy cheese. You know, <laughs> I don't know if cheese would be the way I would want to go with a fancy penis. <laughs> Maybe though, right? Like, like I'm thinking like lavender. Dick tastes like American craft singles, but like fancy dick is like, oh, is this a rogue for it? Like aged 18 years, cave age creep. Yo, it's crystallized. Oh goodness! Like I can imagine. I bet. I bet. I know what Joe Rogan's dick tastes like. It tastes like fucking elk meat. I was right? thinking like, weed. Weed and elk meat, like stinky <laughs> elk meat, like a, like a run over skunk and elk meat. I don't know what either of those taste like, but I just just imagine you know seeing him. And he seems like the kind of guy that's not like he's like no I don't wash my balls like my balls are like natural yeah like, I got it you, you have ruin to have... your flora and fauna if you, if you wash it actually your balls. it decreases your sensitivity if you ever wash your balls with soap 
Yeah, I had a guest on the podcast last week that said when you wash your balls, your testosterone goes down. So I stopped washing my balls. I bulletproofed yeah. my balls He's... with fucking uh, uh, MCT oil. <laughs> and now yeah. I can lift a 50-pound kettlebell with just my nuts <laughs> and my chode. Joe Rogan's chode coming to on it. I shave a little bit of, of, of skin off my chode and we put it into every pillet on it. <laughs> Mention my podcast, get 35% off. <laughs> Joe uh, Rogan's show. <laughs> Can I start that Twitter account? Joe Rogan's show? Probably. Probably. I don't see why not. I'm sure yeah. only like a couple people have at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I we think we took a long extended break. We went from the we middle did. of December, now we're in the middle of January. So much has happened in that time, not yeah. just in our own personal lives, but in the country's lives. It's true. So it's pretty amazing to like come out of it and feel ready to talk again, right? Yeah, I re- well, I remember like there's a point uh, in December where I was like, you know, let's just like take a little bit of a break. Crazy shit is happening right now. And then so like more crazy shit happened. And I was like, okay, let's take a little break because crazy shit is happening right now. And then we'll come back and we'll let it all kind of like absorb within ourselves and we'll talk about it. But yeah, it's like a lot of crazy and then a shit guy happened. In moose horns stormed the Capitol <laughs> yeah. and pissed on Nancy Pelosi's chair. And I was like, I ain't ready to talk yet. I'm like, what, you know, what can you say? Like, I don't want to uh, be a part of a mob that like incorporates piss and shit into their mobbing. You know, that's, I was just like, at least like, at least like with the Black Lives Matter protests and stuff, like um, my shit got pretty crazy, but it was like, I could, I could be like, if somebody's like, you burned a cop car, you threw some well, blood on a, well, or, you some, know, red paint on a, yeah. on a police station. If somebody you know, was like, oh, hey, come help hey. me turn this cop car over, I'd be like, oh, okay, if I'm really into it, okay, let's let's go do it. But if someone's like, yeah, hey, help me police, smear this shit, like, help me smear this shit all over it, I'd be like, oh, is, oh. Oh, I think I'm part of the wrong mob. Oh, you know, I was just trying I'm, to get the oh. new chicken sandwich at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I didn't know we were we were doing fecal stuff. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, like damn. there's just there's like there, I just like who is the person? And then was like that like did they go to the the insurrection? Did they go to the storming the riot? Did they go there being like I'm gonna shit my pants? And like how do you do that? Do you like bring a bag of shit or do you like shit while you're there? Because Luckily like shitting them, shitting they, in they public is on hard. A steady diet of <laughs> Slim Jims and Mountain Dew, which will produce a healthy amount of shit. Some would say a capital's worth of smearing shit. Because Slim Jims and Mountain Dew will make you lose. But, like, I'm, but I'm serious. Like I'm serious. Like I feel like either. Either like you were like, oh shit, I got a shit. Oh, you know what I could do with this shit? And it's like this very like, uh, you know, like improvised thing. Or you like brought a bag of shit because like how hard, like, like where do you shit too? Like if you, if you decide like, okay, I got a shit. What? Like do you shit in your hand and then like rub it? Like how does this work? I was just like, I was so. I think when you're in a mob, the shit just happens and then you go, oh, I have shit in my pants. Like I can now start smearing this on the walls. Like, like I think they got like squished. You know, you've seen those pictures where they're like, like compressed. So you up think like there's the, like, like door, the shit right? squished out of them and they're like, well, what do I do with this? I could smear it everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Like I can write my name on the walls. I can, you know, do some art, like cave art, you know, like I could just like mark my territory. Most of them seemed like pretty primal and, and I have it on good authority. I I wasn't there. I would never have been there, but I do have an inside source 
That said, the IHOP right outside the Capitol was <laughs> the line was around the block for two days. So there was a lot of like ro- Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity. So is that still a thing? Is that a thing at IHOP sure. still? Like, you know, my I entire, like my entire growing up, that was every commercial was all about the Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity. You know, I had a IHOP. moment. I had a moment at IHOP this week. Like we went there. I was like. Let's, yeah, I did. I did. I was like, let's go out to eat. So we actually tried to go to the original pancake house in the lines. I got the door as usual. And I was like, oh, yeah. fuck it. Okay, fuck it. We'll just, we're hungry. Like, when, uh, we need food. Let's just go to this IHOP. Because, like, I had been to the IHOP previously. And it's like, it's like a village in, you know, it's all this fucking same. And I just had this moment. Like, my food came out and I just, like, looked at it. And I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> like, I don't even want to eat this shit. Like, I ate, I ate some of my toast and, like, a bite of my pancake. And I was like, I'm done. Like, I can't. And I was just like, I mm. never want to step foot into an IHOP again or any cheap like breakfast place. Like I am like 100% over the cheap breakfast foods. Especially when it's like eggs, hash brown, toast, yeah. right? Like the most simplest thing. So right. I definitely don't need to like cheapen that with like <laughs> yeah. eggs in a bag or and like <laughs> weird, you know, pancake mix that comes from North Korea. Yeah, yeah. The weird thing is they have curbside and delivery brandon so brandon who, commented on that on our way out and he we said yeah we said who who is like because like like the the grubhub and shit like that stuff is expensive like yes. if, if you decide to do that like the the fees and stuff they add on in general is really expensive so like we're like okay so you're you're already like you're inside and then you're like what do i want i could have anything because it's gonna get brought to me uh i hope anything <laughs> Because they'll go anywhere within yes. like a 30-mile radius. Yes. And you're searching on Grubhub or Uber Eats or any of these apps that if they want to sponsor us, but we'll talk very nicely about them. <laughs> but like, then you're like, oh, IHOP. I'm actually always on there like, why is Taco Bell like in IHOP? And like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like these like places yeah. where I'm like, they have a drive-thru. Like it, what's the like big there's, difference here? Between, there's pizza like, places that deliver that are in there. And I'm like, what? Yeah, like Pizza Hut and like Papa Murphy's and shit where you're like, what? You're going to pay a guy 10 bucks to go grab that for you? I'm embarrassed whenever I order on those because like it's literally pure laziness. Yeah, Like there's a place, literally, I looked it up on Google today because I was like, how lazy am I? There is a restaurant that is legitimately five blocks from my house. And I'm like, I will pay a guy $15, $10 service fee, $5 tip to go get it for me and drop it off at my, my front door. That's how lazy I've gotten. I'm like, no, I, don't, I just don't like want to get out of the car. Now I get to be like, pandemic, you know, I'm quarantining. I'm not about that life. But it really is. I don't want to get the car and drive, you know, two blocks over. I can, I can legitimately walk there faster than I could get in my car and drive there. And I still was like, I'll pay a guy to bring it to me. I don't care. So then why would you go, I'm going to use that same mentality, but I'm going to get IHOP delivered. (laughs) the world's worst food. And it's not like it's like so cheap that it's worth it. It's not like you go to IHOP. Like things are still like seven, eight, nine dollars. You know, it's like they're not that cheap. It's still 12 bucks for a a breakfast. Like let's be real. Like hash browns, eggs, hash browns, toast, and a pancake is still like 15 bucks, right? Like the thing about those kind of places too is, why they were like appealing is like you're sitting there and like the griddle's going you smell it they like put the pancake on the griddle it goes to the plate it goes to your table right there's like a 80 second interval between when it's off the griddle and on your plate like 
any amount of time outside of that 80 second window, that pancake is no longer edible. No, you know? so no, right. It's talking about delivering it. Like, I mean, it's, it's barely insane. edible as it is. Barely it's barely edible. edible as it is. What? That, uh, I'm still kind of shocked by this idea that like, in a pandemic, you're like, come on, let's, let's risk our health and, 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 and humanity. Let's go out to eat. Let's get, yeah, some, let's, let's bring a little in normalcy back into our lives. And you ended up at, I, yeah, oh, it wasn't the best decision I've ever made, man. It was not the best decision. I was, I get it though. And then it, it really places was places around here that it's like the breakfast places. Yeah. The good ones it, forget it. Yeah. Seven days a week yeah, from like crazy. 8 a.m to 2 p.m. Forget it. You're yeah. not getting in. Yeah. So I can imagine the temptation of being like, fuck it. It's pancakes. How bad could it be? Oh, it can it's be bad. bad. It's, yeah. And then we, and then you realize we just talked more about the horrificness of IHOP than the insurrection of the cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually more offended by that. Than, than, you know, the, the QAnon shaman, you know, in the Capitol, you know, I, I look, it's bad. It's insurrection. It's sedition. It was a mob. It was a riot. But I'm really annoyed by how, like, Senator – this goes back to what we were talking about – how senators and House of Representative members are like, this is the sanctity of our democracy. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, hey, don't get carried away. It is still just a building. Like, <laughs> you know, I get no, it. I had, like, that, I had that moment in just like – like, so they were saying that, like, this is everything we stand for. I'm like – there's like the dumbest shit that goes on there though. Like you guys yeah. like purposely block shit be to get like you act like fucking children in that house. You know, like you yeah, act like, like children uh, in the that guy sanctimonious. From Alabama, like puts a motion on the floor to name like June eleventh national fucking Dukes of Hazard Day. Like <laughs> pop the brakes, Representative Mo Brooks from Alabama. I know it's like the Capitol building, but come on, you know, some yeah. dumb shit still goes on there. You remember yeah. back in the summer, that photo of like Nancy Pelosi in the African garb, like yeah. kneeling, like Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> like, like, let's not get carried away. The, sanctity, that, the, 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 like podium of democracy and like, you know, all like, all right, go, calm down. And then, you like, know, it was interesting. Cause when they're like talking about like, so then they had like the impeachment trial, of course, in the house and, and there's everybody and they like, I, laugh every time I check into those because South Park really got it right okay. where every once in a while you hear them just be like robber, 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 robber. and like those are like almost my favorite parts of it all like I wait for that robble because I'm like oh, look they're doing the robble 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 like that's where we got like the name for our show there was like so many of those it's just like and they're just going back and forth with like wasn't that big of a deal hey black lives matter did boris and then like the other people are like it was the worst thing ever and this is our blah 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 and blah 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 and, and just like oh my god i hate you all i hate you all like some of you Don't make you, more sense to me than others but for the most part that, like friend that like was in a situation and they were like i could have died yeah. like i could have legitimately died yeah and like all they said like look again it was bad no but like it, people being like they wanted to hang Mike Pence. I mean, like, that right, it's cosplay, but that's cosplay though. Maybe like, like, the, like there's people like chanting and you never know. Like, so it is creepy to think about what would have happened to any of them had they actually been like caught. Uh, like that is terrifying. And, and there was some like yes. sad pictures that like really kind of like, 
uh, I was just like, oh man, like there's the one where the, the guy's kind of putting his hand over on the lady and she's clearly like having a panic attack and it just like kind of made me feel bad. Just like all in like, you know, just like, I can't imagine like being in that situation and thinking you're going to die. And like that had to have sent like the banging and loud noises had been like the roar of the crowd had to have been just insanity. But like, yeah, absolutely. But it, it is one of those things where like how you saw what happened when they actually got within 40 feet of anybody that actually mattered. No, I didn't see what when they were when. Well, they broke that window. And when that girl went to climb in that window, that Secret Service oh, dude yeah. was like unloaded seven bullets in her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they were anywhere near anybody that was actually important, they unloaded seven bullets into that woman's That's face. Right. Like, yeah. So I get it, but also, you know, they were a lot of cosplayers there. Like it, again, I'm not downplaying anything. I'm not diminishing the the danger of the situation, but you know, like the QAnon shaman is like a mentally ill dork. (laughs) Like he's not leading the the next American revolution, you know, like that's why all these guys are so shocked. They like put it on Facebook and TikTok, and they were like, I'm in the Capitol. Like, they weren't there to like take over democracy no. for real. You know, like it was just like these, these weird illusion that we've created that everything's like virtual reality. And, and, you know, you can like do it for the gram and get likes, you know, sure, like sure. that's why they're all like shocked now when the FBI shows up, like even on, they're like, Oh, I talked to the FBI. It's all good. They said, I'm good. And then like next day, like that dude was arrested. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you, you can't, you can't like, we have to like you know, really you, you can't do anything you want like it's not <laughs> i know trump and, has made it seem that way but uh you can't and for for all the both sidesers black lives matter protests never did that no even when they like broke a window at the federal building in in uh portland you know it's like they weren't trying to sack the capitol no 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 and they were trying to like break windows and like first of all, buildings, you know, like there is a difference there. First like, of all, the anger from that comes from a very real and a very serious place and very realistic place. Whereas like the anger, it's so weird because the anger on this other side, like, like the people that know, like, no, it's not real. Like they know that it's all yeah. bullshit. Like, and how many times can you present people with proof? And, and saying here's a completely logical and proof and facts and here's all this and if they're going to ignore it like what do you do so th- i think that's like where it gets scary and it's just like okay you're willing to like there's this like phenomenon going on where you're just like you can present the more the more logical you get toward these people the worse they get you know there's just like a yes. it's a bizarre phenomenon going on so whereas the black lives matter like all of that stuff is happening there's proof that it's happening whereas like on their side there is no proof like it's just so the, like to even compare and, and there's a, a natural escalation right like black sure. lives matter they started with peaceful yes. but part mar- marches and demonstrations they they went to the ballot boxes and tried to vote yeah. like in 2016 all the people that were disenfranchised in Georgia or purged from the voter rolls cuz their names were similar to other people so it's like they were like no we tried to do this the right yeah. way you know <laughs> like, well and and uh they're just two very separate things they're two very like to compare the two at all i don't even think is fair i don't think it's right to be like well black lives matter did they, like, two different things and yeah. did any cop die 
during the Black Lives Matter riots? Did any cop no. get his head beat in with a fire extinguisher till he was mm-hmm. dead? No, no. Or the American flag? How about that? Was anybody beaten with the American flag yeah, yeah. during any of the Black yeah. Lives Matter? Was anybody like bludgeoned with the fucking uh, don't tread on me or, or a, a blue lives matter? That was the most ironic thing. The people that were beating the cops with blue lives matter yes. flags. Yeah. You know, like, That's what I'm like, telling you. Like, like there's a phenomenon, like the more logical things get, the more illogical that side becomes and it's just like i don't oh my god i can't even can't even handle it like it don't be just glad i don't know and and there is this like very real thing that could happen like joe biden or kamala harris like that either of them could get assassinated in this time because of the insanity that's been created on that side and trump is like really no longer in control of whatever is going on like like he created something and it's just like it is what it is and it's basically like the proud boys and all that creepy people that are taking over it and like just a and true then- pandora's box and, and people have short memories so like a, one of the people that led the charge in the capital riots was a group called the oath keepers and also the three percenters okay so oath keepers are this militia group and they call themselves the oath keeper because they're keeping the oath of the constitution to defend from all enemies foreign and domestic and the three percenters are it's a made up thing. There's like this, it's one of those like internet myths that only 3% of Americans fought in the revolution. And it's like, no, that's not true at all, but okay. So they call themselves the three percenters. Like they're again, they're cosplaying revolutionary war shit, you know? And the oath keepers were part of like the same kind of militia groups that led to the Oklahoma city bombing by Timothy McVeigh. It's the like right wing militias in Montana and Michigan that are breeding this like anti-government but it's different from the like anti-government anarchists of the Antifa that the Fox News show that are just like anti-government, you know, anti this, anti that. They'll throw a, a smoke bomb. They'll, you know, smash a window versus like the Oath Keepers that are decked out in $10,000 army cosplay with like, you know, assault rifles. And they're like genuinely believe they're leading a new revolution. So it's like. This escalation, even from like 1994, like to now, and you're talking about a group that like they carried the Confederate battle flag into the middle of the Capitol yeah. Rotunda, yeah. and you're like, they lost the Civil War. Like, like I thought we did this in 1865. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we still lit- like litigating this this uh, idea that slavery was was good? You know, like, I had this idea, or I had this thought on when I was like driving, and I was just like. You know, like that whole like if you don't learn from it, history repeats itself thing is like so appropriate right now. But it's also like like even back then when they probably had a better chance of winning, they didn't win. Like that side doesn't win. You know, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it's it's just an interesting. I don't know. Um, you know, speaking of <laughs> terrible things. This is segue. Segway. We need, a, we need a button that's like segway. You know, like, Let's see. Do we have something <laughs> close? Maybe we just do. No, that button. Oh, I have to turn it up. Yes, they deserve to die. I hope they <laughs> no, that doesn't work. That doesn't uh, work. Oh, wait, wait, way. wait. That sounds more violent. <laughs> <laughs> um, segway. So, you know how I was uh, reading like you like the worst stories. <laughs> before it's like the most depressing stuff i have a new segment for you called Uh-oh. called the worst headlines of the week for me worst worst headlines of the week and you tell me you tell me which one of these 
Tell me which one of these is the most horrific, okay? Worst headlines of the week. Which week, one? Week, which week. one is the worst? Um, let me start with this one. So the name of this segment is Worst Headline of the Week. You're going to read a couple of headlines, and I have to decide. You have just to decide which on one. Just alone, based on this other one. What, yeah, which story? Which which story could you not? Which story could you not click on? Okay, and then the, first the one, one that I pick is the worst one. You have to read the full story, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah. First one is Texas mom tossed dead two-year-old into lake, then dressed life-size doll to look like her daughter. You want me to read that again All or right. do you got it? You got it. No, I need you to know, hear that again. Okay. Hold on. T- Texas mom tossed dead two-year-old into lake and then dressed life-size doll to look like her daughter. And of course, like they, the, they show oh, a picture of the daughter and she's adorable. This what is, about the doll? Did it match? Like, I don't know. Closed? I don't know. Like, I didn't click on the story. I didn't click on the story. So it's he, a weekend of Bernie situation. <laughs> then there's this one. Texas man. I guess he's from Texas too. Accused is Texas, New Florida. What's going on here? <laughs> accused of killing his wife, his two kids, and dog, was found in bed with all their dead bodies. Mm. So that's pretty we've all bad. been there. Mondays, am I right? <laughs> a father is accused. Of decapitating, decapitating his two oldest children and forcing his younger ones to look at their bodies. Oh my god! Or those are the, those are the worst ones. Or, I don't think you, I'll <laughs> listen to the next one, but I, I okay, go ahead because I, I think I already have a winner there. Or or man who died of constipation a thousand years ago ate grasshoppers for months. No, just kidding. <laughs> those are the three I had. Those yeah, I don't care about that one. Who gives a fuck about a man th- one thousand years ago? Oh no no so no no! I do I do have one. But okay, this one, okay. I don't think you're going to be interested in this. This one kind of like really pales in comparison. Twin baby boys were found dead in garbage trucks 17 years ago, but their mom was just arrested. Okay. All right. So we have two moms and two dads. Mm-hmm. We, our irony is that story two and story three are actually the same story. But story three is demonstrably worse. <laughs> Because he made the people watch and then they lived, right? The other kids. I think, I don't know. Two, I, didn't, I didn't look you at know. it. Well, story two, you know, he killed the dog. He killed the wife and the kids. Like, of course, like they probably saw it happening. So they, they, it's the same thing going on. But sure. yeah, story three is the worst story. To, when the father kills the other kids in front of the kids. And then, and then forces them to look at their bodies. Like, that's like oh, something you I'm don't sorry. come back from. Did I say killed? No, no. Decapitated. 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 I think we have to go into details on that one. So, prosecutors allege a father of four decapitated his oldest son and daughter and then forced his two younger sons, ages eight and nine, to look at the bodies of their siblings for several days. Maurice... Nope. Maurice Jewel Taylor Sr., a 34-year-old resident of Lancaster, California, is charged with two counts of murder, two counts of child abuse, the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office announced on Wednesday. I've been to Lancaster. I can actually uh, kind of understand this story a little better now. So Lancaster's a shithole. He killed his two eldest children on November 29th, fatally stabbing a 30, 13-year-old Meliaka and 12-year-old Maurice Jr., for, and then for days, prosecutors alleged Taylor. Junior. I know, junior. I know. And decapitate Junior. And then for days, prosecutors alleged Taylor kept their bodies in separate rooms of the house and forced the two younger children to look at. Like, this is some seriously 
just this is the way this is why are we doing this segment <laughs> you're the one that picked it what, what is going on here <laughs> I know what happened. You thought it'd be funny to say like the one line and be done with it, but no, it's like the details really fucking. <laughs> it really it sinks all, in, man. Like, it was it was when you named them, and then you said Junior. That's really <laughs> when that story went from bad to worse. It's like, how do you kill Junior? Like, in, not how do you kill, kill? Like, cut his head off. I, There's a a like cavern, a, a Grand Canyon sized like like canyon between kill and decapitate Junior. You know, like. That is so fucking so much worse. Now, this is interesting because they found the mom inside the house, but she's not considered a suspect. So I guess that means like maybe he would like she was fearing for. But I'll tell you what, like you would have to chop my head off, too, if you tried. Like it wouldn't be oh, so, there yeah. would be there would be no fear of me going, OK, I'll stay back. You know, like there'd be none, none of that. No oh. restraints could hold you. Even if your hands were like bound and gagged, you would have fucking bit through your arm. Like you would have done that 127 hours, like cut off that limb to get out of that situation. There's, there's no way that you would be sitting there. I'd be like pulling my eyeballs out, even just to not see it. You yeah, know? Like, of course, of course. There's no way. So after this segment, what we'll do is a what's called a palate cleanser. Oh, so I used to I used to work at a fancy restaurant. I think I'm familiar with the the concept of palate cleanser. We used to serve an appetizer of foie gras, and then in between that and your main meal of like shrimp scampi or London broil, you got a little lemon sorbet. It was meant to like tickle the taste buds and kind of clear out the way for the next meal. So, so this is what you're talking about, but but audibly an audible palate cleanser. Did you know, but this might make you really angry. Did you know that Booker T said that The Rock stole the number of his catchphrases? I had known this. So this is kind of legendary in the wrestling world that Booker T kind of had led the way for all African-American wrestlers and his kind of jive talking, no nonsense, you know, Memphis style had been bit pretty hard by a lot of wrestlers before even the rock came around. Right. So what is he alleging specifically? Did he talk about cooking something now, and if people could smell it? No. Now, now his thing is he's like like in the interview he was basically like but it's like an unspoken thing like we don't, you don't call it like it's a wrestler thing. We don't call each other out on this stuff. Uh, I'm not going to yeah. say what he stole, which is like kind of weird to me. He's like so you can like say they stole something but you can't say what they stole. I think, look, I've got the evidence. I bet he doesn't believe in the uh, Biden victory either. You know, they all, they have all this damning evidence, but it's coming out. Like they can't release it, you know. But I think, I think, uh, I bet it's like, do you smell like what the Rock is cooking? I bet it was like some form of that. But I then I went and it's like, what is the Rock's catchphrases phrases? Because I know of like, do you smell what the Rock is cooking? And that's about it. So he and has jabroni, right? Yeah. Didn't he do jabroni well, or he something? Said, he had something. He said the jabroni beaten, pie eaten, trail brazen, eyebrow raisin, the best in the future, in the present, future, and past. And if you don't like me, you can kiss the people's ass. And then he also yeah. had one called "Who the Rudy Poo are you?" Which I was. Like, I didn't know about that. One. <laughs> I don't think that one caught on the same way with this. <laughs> You smell what the rock is cooking. I highly that might have been early rock when he was trying phrases out. Yeah, did and you? People were like rock. I don't know if that one's gonna stick. Who the pooty smoothie are you? Like, and then he, I don't think that one was uh, popular. You don't think that one cut on? What about he was big? He was hairy, and he smelled like rotten testicles. 
I don't think no, that one. Not, are you doing a new game of which no. one of these is not the rock's catchphrase? No. Like, and there's even one that's just like, do you like pie? And like, that's it. You just like ask people if you like pie. <laughs> if I'm ever a wrestler, I think I'm going to steal that one. Do you like pie? Who likes pie? <laughs> I'm the apple pie guy. Like, like who likes pie? What kind of what? In what context could so, that have been used? So I'll tell you right now. The only way, I, reason somebody says that is if you have a pie that's just fresh baked <laughs> from the oven in your hand and you're about to serve it to people. Do you go? Who likes pie? Like, I, I tell you right now. Between that one and Rudy Poo, I was like, I must be on like <laughs> I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go like to a different resource and and like so I looked up several and in all of the things I was multiple looking up sources, multiple sources. Multiple sources. Show we me. Have, do you like pie? We have decided in 2021 <laughs> that we're going to be about investigative honesty. We're going to have multiple sources. We're going back to like integrity, right? Like, so you went to multiple sources to get the, the confirmation of what the rocks catchphrases are. And I'm pretty sure this one wouldn't, doesn't work today and probably never caught on, but pull your pants down and prove to Kane that you are not a woman. Whoa. So he's basically saying, show me your dick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, but there's like a less gay way of saying it, right? Like, <laughs> pull your pants down and prove you're not a woman. But even then, it's just like, it's just like weird. Like that, that whole, I don't know. I just like. And then prove to Cain, is that like biblical? Like the Cain sounds, and Abel? Like, yeah. Like, what? Is that like, like, yeah. Is that like an old phrase, like from the Bible? Like pull your pants down and prove to Cain you're not a woman? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And then, like, because if you are a woman, like, then you're terrible, you know? Like, that's, like, the worst thing that could you could be. If you don't have a penis under those pants, like, that's going to be the worst thing. That's, yeah, I, or I'm going to make, or is that I'm gonna make, thing, I'm gonna make like, fun of you. <laughs> or, like, yeah, or, like, or am I attracted? Like, you on a nice date, you know? Like, yeah, like, uh, pull your pants down and prove you're not a woman to Cain, and I'm going to take you for a steak dinner, you know? Like I don't know where that would be used in the wrestling world. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think you know. I think that he made the right choice, maybe going into acting. Or the who can you smell what the Rock is cooking? That was always the one that I remembered. Yeah, that's the and only one I remember. Started out like, can you smell what the Rock is cooking? And everybody's like, yeah. And then it got to, can you smell what the Rock is cooking? And they were like, yeah, and then it got like towards the end. It was, can you what the rock is cooking? I think I can. Do you like? I don't know. Do you like pie? I don't know. Do you like pie? He's so food oriented. And then if, if you get, if, if, I'm going to give everybody a little bit of homework after this, <laughs> go home right now. Stop what you're doing. Stop what you're listening to. Go to Google, the Google machines and Google Booker T accidentally says the N word and have yourself a good laugh because <laughs> there was a time when Booker T was cutting a promo. That's a phrase in the industry where they talk about when they talk to camera, like, listen here, mean Gene, I'm going to really wipe the mop with his floor and smell what is cooking tonight. Well, Booker T accidentally dropped the N-word, like a very hard N-bomb in the middle of this child like program's promo. It's oh, pretty man. fascinating. And like he immediately his face is like, oh like, yeah, whoopsie. Yeah. I mean, I mean, do you like pie? 
<laughs> I think I think that's the one that The Rock stole. He's like, oh man, I always ask people if they like pie, and he just like what? stole it. You don't ask people if they like pie. That's a pretty universal expression. Oh, uh, and then I will end this. I will end this whole segment because okay, so it's gonna start out with the worst headlines ever. And the worst story, oh. a palate cleanser, and then it's going to end with a headline to make you laugh. Almost like the podcast version of pie. Right? You started out with the appetizer foie gras, which is gross because it's like cooked goose liver. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You gave us a palate cleanser, like a little lemon sorbet of rock and booker tea and a fun little exchange. And now we're going to have a little pie. Podcast oh, pie. pie. Oh, podcast pie. So with Trump as a no-show... Mar-a-Lago guests are left to party maskless with Rudy Giuliani and Vanilla Ice. And this and this made me laugh because Kid Rock. Don't forget Kid was Rock, Kid Rock was there, there too. But that's not what the headline yes. says. That's how sad that is, is he wasn't even like headline worthy, I guess. Well, he's got a good publicist. He knew not to like put it on the bill once there was Giuliani and Vanilla Ice. I can't think maskless too. I can't think a of a worse party. You you could not wear a mask at this party. Is that and what that was? Oh my God. I can't think of a worse way. I can't think of a worse way to like party than with maskless Rudy Giuliani and vanilla ice. Like I didn't even like in Florida, in Florida at, at a fucking, and Trump didn't even show up, which was funny. At a dumb guy's idea of what fancy is, you know, Trump always gold plated everything. He had gold toilets, right? He put gold on the walls. So he had this like gaudy idea of what like a fancy person was. And that's his, he, and then he made a golf course out of it. And like, so you have vanilla ice and not like fun vanilla ice. This is MAGA vanilla ice. Now, this is like the, you know, like, do you think Florida he got, do you think he got like 50s. paid to be there? Or was this like vanilla ice bought a ticket? Cause he was like, oh yeah, that's my party. That's where I'm going. I think he bought a, I think he bought a ticket and he was like acapella uh, fucking vanilla ice in the corner. And, and people were like, oh, he performed there. And he was like, no, he didn't. He was talking no, to himself in no, the corners. He was still, he was, say, he was still saying, no, it's done. No, 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 no. It's totally different. It's totally like, different than he, Queens. Na, 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 na. And, and Giuliani was like, can I use that to prove election fraud? I think I can. I think, I think I can. I think I can say that Michigan voted like the na, 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 na. <laughs> and they were supposed to vote. Da, 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 da. And so it was definitely Hugo Chavez changed the votes <laughs> via the Dominion systems. I can, I can prove that. I can prove that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was uh, the seventh layer of hell, my own personal hell, <laughs> the idea of New Year's Eve party that never yeah. ends when Vanilla Ice <laughs> and Rudy Giuliani are doing a duet of fucking Ice Ice Baby for 12 hours. Do you think they like, did cocaine? Oh, yeah, I bet were, they did cocaine. I bet they both. Don Jr. You know, Don Jr. likes himself a little booger sugar. That, that's his jam, right? That's his jam. A little, and he likes to do what they they call in the business a little Florida super highway. It's a little bit of Adderall, a little bit of booger sugar, <laughs> a little bit of Mountain Dew. You know, all kind of <laughs> melted family. Uh, you know, in the tampon, like like. And like heavy flow tampon, you know, those real like super absorbent flow. ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, super flow. And so, yeah. I mean, I've uh, never used uh, one, but like I've heard that people sometimes 
you know, need them. No. Yeah, I mean, I'm what super flow these days. You know, like it's hard to say. Like, you know, one man super flow is another man's light, light fleckle, you know, or speckle. You know? Oh. <laughs> Fallopian speckle. I think I think we have the title of the episode. <laughs> and you know, I do know of a news story that both you and I definitely looked at, which the title would definitely catch your eye. This is my segment. So you've done your part. Okay. Okay. You go ahead and and, and take it away. In the new year, I have like committed, you know, we all have new year's resolutions, right? Like we want to commit to certain making ourselves better. And I, as co-host with you on this rabble, rabble, rabble podcast, have committed in 2021 to come up with more, 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 Pre-planned bits. <laughs> so I'm, I, we, we both like came across this story, but I wanted to present it to you in the form of a question in this new segment I'm liking to call, how would you like future paleontologist to describe your preserved butthole, butthole, butthole? <laughs> As a Swiss so army this, dive. <laughs> this week... <laughs> They scientists have found a preserved dinosaur butthole. And I, so I wanted to ask you in the future, when they find you, cause you've been preserved in Amber, right? Obviously. Sure. And your butthole is perfect and it's able to be studied in the future. What are the first words that you want that paleontologist to say when he discovers that perfect and unique? Well, that's what they described the dinosaur <laughs> bottle that they found this week. Imagine you're a paleontologist. You saw the movie Jurassic Park and you were like, that's what I want to do. I want to find dinosaur bones and like recreate T-Rexes. And then you're like, oh my God, I found it. It's like preserved perfectly. And you're like, I think that's a butthole. <laughs> yes. But it's a perfect and unique butthole. And you're like, okay. Like, I mean, they what made it so perfect and unique, you say? What did make it so perfect and unique? <laughs> well, it was like a colloquial, right? Like the bird style where sure. it's like one hole with like multiple flaps. That, that way you can piss shit. Call it, like it serves all purposes. Sure. So it leads more to the belief that dinosaurs were more like birds than they were like reptiles. You know, it's like that's the, the one of the debates that's always gone on is we in the movies see dinosaurs with like the lizard skin, like scales. But a lot of scientists are, are coming to believe more and more because they're finding more and more preserved uh, uh, fossils to believe they actually had feathers. So if yeah. you can imagine going back and seeing T-Rex like as a giant bird versus like a giant lizard, you know. And so, yeah, they had a clo cloaca. I, I don't know how to C-L-O-A-C-A. Coacal. I was like, Co I was pronouncing this like perfect when I was reading the story. Coacal, I think. In my head, I said it. Cloical, right? Like in my head, I said it, I said it perfectly too. And then it, when I came <laughs> to like read it out loud, I'm like, that is a word you have never said out loud in your life. <laughs> you said it in your mind, but you did not ever say that out loud. Oh, oh, cloaca, 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 cloaca. You were missing it the L. Sounds like a like a high blood pressure medicine, right? Like, oh, I've been taking cloaca, and my uh, my cholesterol's down. Just remember, cloaca will cause side effects with blah 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 blah. blah. It will cause you to have a unique and perfect dinosaur butthole. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite things include. I, I tend to like, so I've like kind of populated my Facebook in a way where like scientific articles will come up and those are the news stories I'll generally tend to click on and read. And, and they, you know, like reading a scientific article, like for me is always fascinating, but this one 
was especially unique because I feel like it was like this perfect mix of like the word butthole and science words, you know? <laughs> yes. the, the word like butthole yeah. like came up so many times that I just was like that very like kid part in me couldn't stop but laughing. Like so there's one there's one paragraph here it was just like and just like in most land vertebrates, except for mammals, which have more than one hole for defecation, urination, and reproduction, the dinosaur used its hole for everything, which explains why <laughs> researchers found a fossilized poop in its butt. <laughs> they found a fossilized poop in its butt. It's and then this and there's a quote. It's like the Swiss army knife of ex excretory openings. I imagine that's how this guy talks because his name's Winther. And I was going to do the exact same accent, so I'm <laughs> jealous that you got to it first. And it's odd that we, of course, imagine a paleontologist that would talk about a dinosaur butthole to be like German, right? But of course he is. Well, his name right? is Winther, you know, so you could just assume. Yeah. You could assume. But I just like, like, I... It's been a while or never since I've read a scientific article where it's like, and that's why they found a fossilized poop in its butt. Like, they it's like, like the Swiss army knife <laughs> of excretory openings. It does everything. It does like, everything. Like, oh, now, Winter, it just makes poop. It's like, no, it does everything. Wait, there's more. It chops, it dices, it slices, it minces. It can make scrambled eggs. It'll make soup. Like, it does everything. And they're like, it's just a butthole. Like, it's still only mixed for poop. Calm down, Vinta. Calm down. Calm down, Vinta. He, like, wakes up in the middle of the night just like, he's like, oh, my God. It's, I found the perfect analogy for what that dinosaur butthole is like. It's like a Swiss Army knife. It has the little tweezers. It's got the little saw. It's got the stabbing knife. Like... <laughs> oh no i i like had i it's been a while since, like i like i said i'm always interested in the articles but i don't know that i've ever like laughed and had fun while reading one of these and it still is really interesting like i'm like that is yes. and if you look at the pictures and do yourself a favor and just go google like if you like google dinosaur butthole i bet this article comes up but like the pictures, like it is a perfectly preserved butthole. Very weird porn home, <laughs> porn hub section of the web that he should be on. But yes, but it really more is. than likely, more than likely, it'll be this article. But just warning you, you <laughs> might find your new kink. I'm not sure. But it really is like it's like I was looking at the picture. I'm like, that is a perfectly preserved butthole. It is perfectly, <laughs> perfectly preserved. Look at that thing. I even like it did is. like the I did like the like zoom in like very close to the butthole and enhance. I was like, enhance. Enhance. enhance enhance butthole twenty five percent. There is a poop in there and it is universal. <laughs> I don't know why, but di I don't, will dinosaurs ever not be fascinating? Right? Like we like continue to find out oh, yeah. shit about them all the time. You know, my daughter's like getting into them, so we're actually like watching a lot of like scientific shows about it. I'm learning stuff that like. I might have learned at one point, but like just totally spaced, like forgot because you don't really keep that information in your brain all the time. But I'm I like, still remember to this day when like a brontosaurus became an allosaurus, and I was like, "What?" A patasaurus like, became a, a patasaurus, and yeah, then and like, then it came the and then it changing, and then it came back because then like somebody was like, "Oh, they just put the wrong head on somebody." There really is a brontosaurus, I, I, and I haven't like looked into that story yet. But I was like, I saw something about that on one of the little cartoons Frankie was watching. I was like, "What? Wait, what? It went back? It went back? It went black? They're back? Pluto's a planet again? Like, yeah, how that's how it felt. That's how it felt." <laughs> yeah. But no, dude, I don't think I don't think they'll ever not be interesting because, like, how can they? How can they not be? Like, it's just like they roamed the Earth for like hundreds of millions of years. 
Whereas we've been here for like what, 125,000? Like something like that. 125,000. 12, 12, it's like 12,000. Like it's something ridiculous. Yeah, it's like something ridiculous. Human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like for something to just have like roamed and dominated the planet for so long and then they're just gone. Like there's like a bajillion fascinating like rabbit holes you can go down at when thinking about dinosaurs. And now the butthole of a dinosaur is one of those rabbit holes. And we have one perfectly preserved. Perfectly preserved and unique. And if you're on Tinder and you want to change your profile this week, may I suggest, you know, like you have a perfectly and unique preserved butthole I, just waiting to be fucked. So I have to say, like, so here is the headline and then like the sub headline. First preserved dinosaur butthole is perfect and unique, paleontologist says. And then sub headline, this was a multi-purpose hole. Like, how could you not be just like, like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm going to read further. Yeah, I think I will read on about this multi-purpose butthole. <laughs> this article like lends to, I finally became an adult this week. Okay. And I'll, I'll tell you why it ties into this story. Do you ever like you're reading online and you click a link and you read the first pe- like headline and then it's like, Oh, log in to continue or pay to continue. Yeah. Like, nope. Yep. Fuck that. Of course. Of course. <laughs> So I'm like, there's never been anything interesting enough to be like, all right, I'll give you a dollar. This week, I signed up for the New York Times because it was $4 for like the entire year. And I'm like, why was I not paying for that? Why was I always, whenever I went to a New York <laughs> Times Sometimes link, it's I'm like a like, dollar and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fuck that. So a headline like this, I think I would pay. Like, and so that led me to be like, what am I missing out on? Like by yeah. not paying to read the rest of the article. Sure. Yes, the headline is fascinating, but you would have never gotten to the bottom part where Vinter was explaining <laughs> that it's like a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> what have I been missing out on this entire time by not paying for in, like internet newspapers? So the like dinosaur butthole story really opened and broadened your horizons. Is what you're saying? It, it, it turned really me into a multi-purpose hole. It toll. really like, is. It I is not a multi. Only would spout shit out, but I would like take stuff in as well. <laughs> you need to. You need to like write. Vinter and tell him like there's one more use for this butthole and it's to make you interested in reading the entire pay for the New York Times digital subscription it was $4 for the entire fucking year why was I waiting so long I think because I'm like increasingly annoyed at logging in like that's really it wasn't even about the money just like trying to remember your login for everything sure and you're not supposed to use passwords the same so you're like how many fucking you can't write them down anywhere how am i supposed to remember everything yeah it gets crazy which is why there's like password programs and you could yeah whatever but but you know um is it a butthole still if it does anything more than pooping like that was my thing i was just like when does like doesn't the word butthole imply like pooping pooping Yeah, yeah like like, again, like, I think we have to, like, go with it's that's why there's, like, the word cloaca, which makes this article even more interesting because, like, I feel like they knew that, like, calling it a butthole would, like, get people to pay for the people's <laughs> ideas. Like, wait a minute. Do I have a multi-purpose butthole and I just have been no. not using it? To no, I, I think they're like, how do you we know, get Einstein said the human only uses 10 percent of its real butthole. Yo. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that they're like, how do we get people to pay for the New York Times? <laughs> yeah if you would have put dinosaurs have a unique cloaca you'd be like I, I, i'm good i don't know what that is i'm good i don't care is that a horn is that some kind of scale uh, i don't know cloaca. I'm, I'm moving on like is that some kind of vestigial organ that nobody uses anymore like your your fucking appendix you know like cloaca <laughs> 
Okay, <laughs> Finter. No, thank you. No, yeah, go I'm not do, logging in to read further. Go, everybody, go do yourself a favor and read this article because it is just like an incredibly funny. This is the real read. thing that needs clicked, right? Clicked this, and promoted. We yeah. don't need to be sharing the QAnon stories no. or you know yeah. the, the stories about fucking uh, the the QAnon shaman and and like his demanding organic food in prison. You know, no, share the dinosaur butthole story. Let's get <laughs> Vinter. What if Vinter like became the number one TikToker? In the world that's what i would like that's to what see. i would I'm like to see these, too like these, how many people can dance that, yeah like just dancing to miley cyrus like yeah we get it. like yeah. i really gotta say what how did that become a thing i don't know i don't know because uh, i i have like i am one of those old people that is like i am not interested i don't get it i don't like yeah. it and i don't At care all? i don't give a it's shit like, i understand that like facebook we all made fun of people that took pictures of their breakfast. Sure. But then I took a picture of my breakfast and shared it. And I liked it when people were like, that looks good. I'm like, it was. I can't, can't get behind lip, lip syncing to some 16-year-old song about getting a driver's license. I think it's past our time, dude. I think, I think, you know, we have the breakfast pictures and they have those. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, did you hear that story this week, though, that this 17-year-old girl, like, she has the number one song on Billboard, and it was because of TikTok. Oh, it's no. It's a song called Driver's License. Oh, boy. And it's literally about her saying, I got my driver's license today, and I was supposed to come and pick you up, but I couldn't because you're with that blonde girl now. This is the song. And so instead, when... she just drove around crying remember when after Bo- getting her license. Remember when Bowie, you know, sang, like, you know, this is ground control to Major Tom. Tom. What's I get? I'm getting very scared. Oh. Yeah, like, like real art. Even when yeah. people make fun of that, where it's like, and the spiders from Mars. You're like, yeah. what are spiders from Mars? Yeah, yeah. Like, I got my driver's license because I'm 16 and a half, and I went for a drive and I cried. And you're like, okay. <laughs> no, right. man, yeah. Like that could lead Not us down this whole this discussion for another time, but we were me and Brandon were talking. Tune really into Steady Diet of Music <laughs> well, on Brad, Pod Cauldron. Brandon and I got into a discussion about like, will there ever be real art in music again? I mean, of course there is, and of course there's like an indie, but like talking about like somebody getting like incredibly popular, like a David Bowie, or you know, like hard to imagine. Like, can can that that happen anymore with the the dichotomy of how like music happens these days? Is, I don't know. When I don't know. when like we always had boy bands, right? Because sure. technically, even like the Beatles were a boy band. Jackson like Five. the pop song, the pop songs that they sure. had. Even even like Backstreet Boys or NSYNC when when I was like in high school, they were like the joke band. Sure. But you still had like a Nirvana. You still had yeah. like 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 uh uh you know anything like that that was still like artistically fulfilling. Sure. And like you said, I'm sure there are things that are artistically fulfilling, but they exist like on SoundCloud yes. or like on the dark re- recesses. Yeah, like you have to really but, like, search. Like, like smells like teen spirit was number one. Yeah. Like in the world. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like how I, I don't, I can't think. And I, neither Brandon nor I, I don't imagine it. Neither Brandon nor I could think of like a current artist. That's just like that level. And then, and then when I, when I talk about it too, I was like an artist that inspires art across like the plethora, like all of the art, like the plane of art. Like, yeah. so like you could listen to David Bowie and paint a picture or you could listen to fashion. Nirvana like imagine and what he did in yeah, the fashion world, yeah. you know, like, like, like transnational, you cover yeah. everything and you just like, inspire people. Like Kurt Cobain like started an entire fashion statement, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Like, like what, 
like who can do that now? And it just it like bums me out a bit because I'm just like, man, I I like feel like I get a little bit like tired of listening to like older stuff and not that I don't love it, but I like I miss the time when I was like just like consuming like when I first discovered like some of these bands, you know, and just like consuming them like constantly. And unfortunately, even when you find a new band nowadays, I feel part of their appeal is they're kind of retro, right? Like a lot of times when you find something new, you're like, Oh, this fucking sounds great. And then you're like, why? Well, because it kind of sounds like this Nirvana or or punk, you know, like, like it's, it's just like a throwback or even like, like, you know, St. Paul and the broken bones. It's like, Oh, it's cause they kind of sound, you know, like throwback retro or soul, you know? Like, so like, yeah, I I don't know anything new that is like, fuck man, this is like new and inspiring. I will say, in defense of the new generation, someone like Miley Cyrus, while not new in the sense that like what she's doing isn't groundbreaking at all, but it is when you actually listen to like the lyrics and everything, there are a couple songs where I'm like, this is like good pop music. You know, it's not going to change the world. It's not going to, but like as like a 17 year old girl, like writing about her feelings, it's it's not just your basic shit. So no, I don't, I don't mind like, and, and there's always been that out there. There's always been decent pop music. Pop music yeah. isn't hard. And and there are the people that are better at it than other people. But I don't know, man. I'm, I, I want to like. You want that like something. new thing yeah. to like inspire and like, yeah. like uh, transcend. Now it's just like mumble rap. And that's what tr- like inspires people. And I hate being old man McMahon on the porch. But like it really is when you hear someone be like. I got, I got cards in Atlanta. I got buds in Atlanta. Uh, sipping that lean in Atlanta. You know, you're like, uh, all right, cool. Like, that's not, what are you talking about? And like, the beats aren't even that great. That's, it used to at least be like, you'd be like, all right, I could like bump to that in a car. But now it's just like, what is that? It's like something somebody on coding wrote because they're on coding. Like, that's the, <laughs> yeah. That is the, probably the problem, right? So the, the Beatles smoked weed. And then wrote songs. Pink Floyd did acid and wrote songs. Now they're taking Xanax and yeah, Cody. Maybe, maybe that's it. The as drugs, they're like recreational drugs. The drugs aren't uh, artists. Uh, they're not in- inspiring, I guess. Not artists friendly. They are numbing. That's what they do. That's yeah. what Xanax does. It numbs your senses. So you take a, a Zanny bar and you have little Zan on, on Instagram talking about ma- doing p- shit for the gram. And you're just like, I don't know what any of this is <laughs> because they're completely dull of any emotion or anything. Cause their therapists thought they, they, they got them early, you know, like they could uh, save their mental sanity. And then they got a tattoo on their face because they can't feel anything. I think we just figured out why kids are getting tattoos on their face. <laughs> they're pumped full of fucking Xanax. Like they can't feel anything. <laughs> This definitely turned into like old man Dennis on his porch, Reggie. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you about my day. Um, yeah, let's call Father Richard and ask him some questions. All right. I should turn up the phone. Filling, filling the listeners in. It's been a while, but also because we had sent him on a recon mission. That's true. Father, are you there? I'm here. I just heard about the uh, recon mission you sent me on. Oh, yeah. What, what oh, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> No, that was you. That was Father you. Richard, we, we had sent you on a recon mission over the last uh, month and a half. We sent oh, yeah. you to Hugo Chavez's mansion in Venezuela to get the Dominion ballot boxes out of his safe. And we found that we, I had sources inside Hugo Chavez's palace that said those voting systems with all of the Trump ballots were still there. And so we oh, sent you were. down there. I saw them. I back? saw them, yes. I came back with uh, six machines that Chavez had used 
and all of them put Trump votes to Biden votes. I saw what? it with my own eyes. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. This whole time, this whole time, seven million votes. Seven million votes. Yeah. Yeah. It turned out though, it was just a pupusa recipe. <laughs> So, oh, that's right. I forgot that. I forgot that Trump needs. Actually, actually, you know what it really was, was the sewage plan, because back in Venezuela, Trump means shit. Uh, you know, that's what it was. Uh, so it's their new God sewage program it. that they have down there. For shit is Trump. We should have known yep. the entire time. <laughs> so, yeah, speaking of it being a long time, Father Richard is now a number of a person. He's the guy. He's a guy that got COVID. Recovered yes. and recovered. Yes, I yeah. recovered. You got I lucky. Still don't have my taste or smell, a hundred percent, and I don't know if I ever will again. It's really weird. Like, you don't have your taste and smell, and we just discovered a perfectly preserved dinosaur butthole that has multiple functions. That's true. Multiple. I saw that. I saw that on the news. Yes. Can, yeah. can, we, can we re-record that that uh, the Alanis Morissette song, How Ironic, and talking about how your dad lost his sense of smell when we finally discovered a dinosaur butthole? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That, not, see, and that, they even know how they made it now. That you know? seems ironic. The only ironic thing about that song is the fact that the song doesn't talk about anything ironic. <laughs> right? Isn't that you ironic? That intentional? I have no. Isn't I thought about, I was folding laundry today, and I actually—it's just weird <laughs> that you brought that up because I was folding laundry today. I'm like, do you think that she meant to not talk about anything ironic? I was like, and then the whole song that then, then itself becomes ironic. <laughs> I think you're 100 right, and this is the first time I've ever thought about that, and it's actually blowing my mind. I think we have to pause the podcast because I'm actually fucking blown away by that idea. <laughs> oh, then was some dude like. Terminally ill, isn't that ironic? Isn't that part of the song? No, no. Well, he gets it's like rain on your wedding day. Well, that's not ironic. Like it, it rains on people's wedding days. No, he days. he goes. He like goes on a plane. It's he's like afraid to fly. You just didn't take. <laughs> he goes on a like, plane and he, he goes gets to on fly. a plane and it crashes. And it crashes. But that's not ironic. That's just like sad irony. Nine eleven. Yeah, bad luck. <laughs> yeah, that's just bad <laughs> shitty luck. I, irony, like, would be like, uh, I don't know. That, how would that situation ever be ironic? That he. Uh, it's not. Plane flights are never ironic. They crash. They can't be ironic. And like 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife isn't ironic. It's just inconvenient, you know? Yeah. And I like, guess you got a good um, point there. Okay, Dennis, we got to stop the program. I got me and you got to talk here. <laughs> yeah. You can sharpen a spoon, though. If you rub it on a rock, you <laughs> yeah, can make sure. a spoon into a knife. Sure, she just didn't think about it clear, like clearly enough, I guess. But so yeah. There's nothing ironic about that song. There's nothing ironic about that song. There other is than, nothing at other, than all. This, other than the song itself, a song about irony. It's ironic that it well, has nothing to do with irony. Ironic, you know? ironic. I mean, <laughs> if Nazis, if, if Nazis are on your side and white supremacists are on your side, you're probably on the wrong side. Is that ironic, or is that um, not ironic? I think that's just like bad decision making. Maybe. And now okay. that you're talking about this, Lindsay, I don't think she gave Uncle Joey a blowjob in a movie theater either. What? No. Do you think that was ironic? <laughs> like going down on him in a movie theater? Yeah, like I, I think, think she just no. made that all up. <laughs> you, I, I don't know, man. Like whatever people say they do, they probably do 100%. Never would make something up for art. <laughs> hey, I have a question. No. I have a question for both of you. So this is a serious question. If you wanted to have a baby... And you had to go through a sperm donor. 
And let's say you find like the profile and unfortunately, like they don't give you like a picture, which I would like in my head, like I want a picture. I know that sounds very superficial, but like I, I want to know like what genetics um, I'm bringing into yeah. the world. Does he have a big nose? Do his well, ears stick so, out? But like, so they, so they don't, eyes? so they don't have pictures, but they have like these very descriptive profiles. Like one of the profiles I read was, um, somebody showed me. Uh, they're like, uh, this person has a, a very prominent nose and prominent ears. Some people say, <laughs> some people say that he looks like a full faced Steve Carell. I'm like, so a fat Steve Carell. Like they, <laughs> yeah. like, they can't. <laughs> Steve Carell. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, you Steve know, Carell, if he was stung by bees. <laughs> Cause what does full what? face? What mean? if it was Steve Carell? But then that's a different story. Maybe, but not really because it, like, it's not like I'm getting the benefit of like knowing Steve Carell and being like, Hey, I got your baby. Like if, I just get, if I just get Steve Carell's looks like it's not like I I'm I know I don't know if I'm interested in a kid with like a giant schnozzle you know so yeah. so here's the question like is so when you read these descriptions like if they were like if they were like okay okay you like you have to choose between the two if somebody's like this dude has a very prominent butt chin like a very prominent butt chin or this dude has a very beaky nose, like a bird beak nose. What would you I'm choose? Like, butt chin all day. Like butt <laughs> yeah. chin is like a sign of power. Oh, butt chin. Kurt Douglas, man. Kurt Douglas. There you go. He had a cute oh, butt yeah. chin. Have you like looked up like prominent butt chins though? Like they could get bad. Google Google your no. Faber. He has the greatest butt chin of all time, like full. Guess what, I'm doing but what about if it's a female? What if I've had it's a female? And butt, like right on his on his face. What if you're poor baby I'm girl? What if you have a baby a girl? Has a butt chin. Yeah. What if you have so a baby girl would have a butt chin? Because like a dude could grow a beard, so I'd be more inclined. Like That's if true. I, you know, like I'd be like, well, if you didn't like your butt chin, you could probably fix, you know, just grow a beard. But like a but female, what's grosser, like a smooth butt is way better than a hairy butt, right? Like I don't know, man. Like it depends oh, on absolutely. the butt. It depends on the butt. No, hairy, anything. No, I no, I agree. Yeah. Uh, yes, a smooth butt is be- probably better. But I'm thinking <laughs> about butt chins. I'm gonna I'm gonna type in female butt chin and see what happens. Yeah, I can't I think, think of any actresses or anybody I know that has that. Well, you know what? Most females don't have, like, too bad of butt chins. I guess I would go yeah. butt chin, too. Looking at all the butt chins, like, yeah, it might not be the awesomest thing, but it's certainly better than a beaky nose. Noses yeah, are you don't want a beaky nose. Like glasses won't fit right, and, <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, like it's just no, noses are rough. You'll never want your you'll never want your profile like p- side picture taken. Noses make a, like if you have a bigger nose, like it makes a ton more boogers, right? Like it's only yeah. logical. Yeah, it's probably yeah. That, that sounds like perfect science to me, Dennis. Probably. Hey, like... call it Vinter. Call it Vinter and says to, to <laughs> our, our if you have a bigger nose, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call Vinter. Boogers. I need a friend named Vinter. I've decided. Yes. <laughs> So Let how? Ask my friend Vinter. So did hmm. you watch any of the uh, inauguration today, Father? I did actually. What was your favorite I artist did. that performed? Um, I only saw the one artist, uh, national anthem. Um, that was pretty good. Um, Lady Gaga. I was at the dentist, and the rest I heard on the radio. But Lady Gaga. But then maybe it was that group that just got back together just for the inauguration. That was a pretty cool song. <laughs> the, 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 the one came up. You got, got the music in you. <laughs> Did that speak, that speak to you? So, Dad, if Father, if you got to choose a band to perform at your inauguration, which which band would you get together? Well, you could bring a you can bring a band back from the dead if you want, or you could just like get a band back together. A or band, band from the dead? 
that'd be really cool. Yeah. You know, um, I would, ah, the Beatles, you know, the original Beatles. Yeah. Have John Lennon come back and did, George Harrison. Why did, we, why, why, awesome. why did we go with like <laughs> Bowie and uh, I don't know, Beatles Charles, would be amazing. And, and a not dead Charles Bradley, like. And a not dead Neil Diamond. <laughs> I, have, I, I have a story that'll tie into this. So this is a way to bring the country together. I would have the band Jamiroquai play. No, because no. This week, yes, this week, the lead singer of Jamiroquai had to release a statement that he was not, in fact, the QAnon shaman guy. Because so many people on Twitter reported <laughs> yes, I to the saw that. I that the saw QAnon that. shaman guy was the lead singer from Jamiroquai. So he had oh, to actually bastard. provide proof that he was not at the Capitol Oh, that, that poor bastard. That wasn't him. <laughs> That poor bastard. I don't know. So I would have had whole scenario. This is virtual insanity. And he could have been like <laughs> no. dancing on like a movie sidewalk and shit. It would have been great. <laughs> okay, so you're going to dress up for Halloween as Moroni, and I'm going to dress up as a guy with a buffalo horn. Oh, that's a great How's that sound, Dennis? And me and you are going to go out. That's actually a great Halloween costume this year is the guy with yeah, the buffalo. <laughs> I think I think if Dennis dressed up like Moroni and I dressed up like Wait, the buffalo horn is it, dude. Is it great? Wait, is it great We'd though? I don't first know. Place are you gonna bar, be are you gonna bar. be is it like dressing up like as somebody that's like a racist though? Like is it like the equivalent of a Hitler type situation? Or is it like oh, in bad taste like feet. when everybody dressed up like Steve Irwin with the, the stingray needle <laughs> in his it's in like his heart? Soon, you know, maybe. That, that one year? Oh geez. That was bad. That was bad. Oh, I still see pictures of Steve Irwin and his family and I always still feel bad. Like I don't know why like and that celebrity death still sticks with me, but it does. <laughs> how lovely that his daughter is like killing it. You yeah. Know, she's got her own wildlife show. She was yeah. on Dancing with the Stars. She's the cutest little thing. You know, yeah. you're like, all right, at least we have like the, oh, but, the, the but lineage she is continuing. But she know? doesn't have a daddy. Oh, my God. Oh, my That's God. That's true. Oh. Yeah. Way to bring the show down. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, if we no. were going to end on a high like dinosaur butthole note, but <laughs> uh, a Jamiroquai note. No. <laughs> QAnon, but no. So you're okay. Yeah, I I can't wait to go back to a time where I don't know what QAnon shaman is, right? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. when that's oh not like God. a meme that I have to look at every day. Yeah. It'll be interesting to like fast forward in four years and see how much like any of us care about what's really going on. Uh, you know what I mean? You know what I hate yeah. right now is all these stupid Facebook posts. Okay. I'm writing this down. Grass prices are right now at this. Interest rates are right now at this. I guarantee you in four years, you wish you had them back. And I'm like, Oh crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've had a lot of people be like, the taxes. I'm like, oh, who gives a shit? Like, it's all none, and that's not like Trump's plan, tax plan. Well, are you making like, four hundred thousand or more, Lindsay? Yeah, no, are no, you? not yet. If no, you're not no. making four hundred thousand or more, I don't think you have anything to worry about. Yeah, it's like, I, oh my god, they're going to tax Thanos. No, <laughs> I am going to be. A, care, I am on my way. The second you buy a house with your two hundred fifty thousand dollar a year salary, you're going to be like, <laughs> damn, these taxes are too high. <laughs> you know, Brandon and I always, Brandon and I always joke. Build a wall, like Jesus. Brandon and I always make jokes like that. I'm just like, okay, we're almost close enough to just be like, oh, I don't know. Some of the stuff they're saying, it makes it a little bit of sense. <laughs> you didn't have to care about capital gains and shit. Like, and, and not to yeah. the future. <laughs> you are the 1%. I am getting there. I'm getting there. That's my goal. That's my goal. I earned that yeah. shit, though. You know, like... You can, you can only, oh, you that's know. what Beto says, too. I've heard that <laughs> shit. Oh, okay. Here's, here's a news story for you. Okay, so he took credit for the today's speech. He took credit for the um, vaccine getting done in eight months. He yeah. didn't do a thing. He didn't put one penny into it. You know who did? Dolly Parton put millions and millions and millions yep. into it. 
Yeah, that that Bezos guy is like, I don't know, man. Like, how much money does a person really need? Like, until yeah. I don't understand. Like that, he's like, isn't he like the richest dude ever? You know, yeah, him, him, and Elon Keith. Yeah, but I do have a little respect for him because he took all his businesses out of Saudi Arabia when they assassinated that uh, journalist. Oh, so well, I guess there's that. Okay. that. There's that because he owns the Washington Post. I yeah, feel like if I was wonder, so so, do you know, like in the '30s, the average salary from the wealthiest person at a company to like the least was like thirty per times, right? And now with right. Jeff Bezos, he makes one hundred and forty billion dollars. So his salary versus like the next lowest or the like the lowest earner at his company is like 1.7 billion times more. Like there, there's no, yeah. like the, the ratio is so out of whack. And so you do have to say like, I'm not talking about you being poor, but do you need $147 billion? Like what can you do with that? So, you know, his, yeah. his wife, by getting a divorce from him, she immediately became the richest woman ever. She, yeah. she was worth like $75 billion. But she has donated like $7 billion in the last 18 months to various causes. That's what I feel like I would do. I would like, I would like to be one of those, like if I had a billions of dollars, I would love to like walk up to somebody that like, kind of study like people and just like walk up to somebody one day and be like, here's a million dollars. Have a million dollars. You It'll know, like why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Like, why not give like this, like have these like crazy, like life changing moments and just like make life interesting. And I'd give it to somebody that was working hard and they can't just yeah. get by. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you'd study uh, the, uh, the, the single mom that's working sure. 13 hours a day, six days a week. Or that's go, who I'd give or go, to. go into one of like the, the neighborhoods that are just like, everybody's there because they just can't get a leg up and just like completely like give everybody in that neighborhood like a million dollars and just see what happens, you know, just like, just do something, something interesting. I'd be like, get ready. Construction crews are showing up tomorrow. Like, oh, everybody thanks gets for a, the pool. A, like, honest to God, pool. dug in pool. Like, at Olympic, yeah. like 12 feet on one end, a diving board. Everybody gets pools. And it's nobody's like, unhappy it's like Minnesota. It's in Minnesota or something. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you can get swimming pools. Yeah, no, I. In Burrow, Alaska. You know, I would love. Yeah. We were, we were looking at houses during the pandemic, and we found a house in Rose Park that had a pool. And God damn it, was I so quick to be like, I want this house. Like, I know it's, it's like Utah and there's winter, but like. The summers are hot, hot, though. Oh, my yeah. God. To have, yeah. I was fucking 45 today, right? Like, it still gets pretty yeah, warm. It's gonna, like, you know, once global, global warming. Once climate change really kicks in, like, we're going to want that swimming pool. Yeah, it's starting to. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. I just, if, if you can't, like, if you could, like, I think Bezos could, like, try to spend his money and couldn't, like, phys- like couldn't do it. Like, it, there's no, like, way he that couldn't. he possibly no, could. No, he could not you spend You couldn't it. spend all that money. So, like, why not just, like, hand Even it out, generational. Man. So, Warren Buffett used to be the richest man in the world. He was the richest man in the world when he had, like, $20 billion. And he yeah. gave away every dollar except for $2 billion. And even then, he was, like... In a hundred lifetimes, children's children's children, you cannot go through this amount of wealth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, But he he lived in a a little house. He didn't live lavishly, and he wasn't gonna. He he did. The kids weren't gonna get the money unless they went to college and graduated. 
that was a stipulation yeah. and they had to have jobs. I mean, you would have, you would have to money. have that as a parent or anything. You'd yeah. Have to Cause have or else you're going to end up with a dead kid on overdose drugs. It's true. Yeah. Or a Don Jr. Or, or just an asshole, right? Yeah. Or, or a Trump kid, I guess, you yeah, know, yeah. one of them. Trump is a rich kid. His father gave him $2 million. Like yeah, Trump yeah. is the epitome of a rich kid. Sure. And, and we handed him over the presidency and he's like, I want to be president. Yeah. And we're like, okay, okay. Little Trump. All right. <laughs> um, okay little trophy here you go here's your sucker here's your presidency yeah um, i love how the pillow guy though doesn't everybody's taking the pillows out of the store cold yeah, and bed, bath and beyond i'm like funny. yes If if that's not evidence that we're living in a simulation, that the guy who invented the my pillow is talking about the Kraken and voter fraud by Hugo Chavez in China. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, now it's Italy now. Now the new one, Italy was involved. Of course they were. That's the new one. And all it takes, it just takes one guy with the green screen in the back with all this weird stuff they put in, and he says, "I'm I I know this stuff. I I know it because I'm talking on YouTube about it." So it's I, true. That's all you have to Chef do. R.D. was involved in my SpaghettiOs <laughs> fell out like Trump, you know, yeah. in my SpaghettiOs. And that was the real crack in yeah. the storm. You know, the SpaghettiOs is actually key children that they're boiling. And it's just the leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> their intestines. Oh, SpaghettiOs it's, are people. They're humans. <laughs> it's people. It's people. You know, the worst yeah. thing is, is like, that's not even like, I feel like. Like if I heard that, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, yeah no, that makes sense that they went there." <laughs> like, oh, no, no, yeah. That's about right. That's, that's about right. more logical than the, the things that they're taking leaps on. Yeah. Oh man, I never that's crazy. Chef Boyardee, you know, what school did he go to? Where did he actually get his culinary degree from? <laughs> or is he one of these guys that's like he worked in a kitchen, so he calls himself chef? You know, champagne He's an Italian spy. If it comes from the Champagne region of France, you know that, right? Any I other didn't thing know that. is just sparkling wine. Yeah, I don't know that. Parmesan too. Parmesan is a region in Italy. You can't have Parmesan cheese unless it comes from Parmesan. That's why the like craft shaky cheese that you see in the store is called Parmesan flavor. It's not actually Parmesan cheese. Yes. I mean, I yes, never thought that I was Parmesan that. cheese anyway. <laughs> no, it's not. I was pretty sure it was all that asbestos that they had picked up in the 80s, right? <laughs> I've lost my taste and smell, and it still tastes terrible. <laughs> So, Hi-oh. Hey-oh, hey-oh. that's probably a good place to end is Parmesan well, craft no, cheese. Actually, before you do that, I do let, let's give Father Richard a couple minutes because I do want to know how he's doing. What did like, can you give us a little rundown of your experience with the uh, COVID 19? Yeah, it, it was weird. I was driving and all of a sudden, headache and I had a light cough. And I was one of the fortunate ones that did not have that big of symptoms. So I just thought I better get tested because this, it felt different than anything I've ever had. It just came on fast. The head kind of felt weird. I was that little dry cough. And so I went in, sure enough, 12 hours later, I'm positive. And I'm going to my room. I'm being careful. I'm using my own bathroom and my own bedroom. And the next thing you know, the whole household has it. Yeah. It just spreads. I mean, in South Korea, they put you in hotels. I think that's why most work most people get it. It's one person brings it home and then yeah, spreads course. everybody else. Of course. It's Even so when they're 100%. like being as careful as possible. This thing spreads. So, and That's I lost China. my taste and smell towards the end of it. When I started feeling better, my taste and smell is completely gone. It's been a month and a half now, and I barely oh get some taste back and some smell, but not, it comes and goes. Where Beth has that got so totally exhaustion. She's just exhausted all the time. Yeah. And she had a light system too. And of course, Josh, you know, Josh, he had a, 
he had it the worst out of all of us, but he has no long-term effects where us two do. It's really weird. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got really so nervous. You get, if you get hit heavy, it, it runs through you real quick, whereas the lighter stuff could, like, linger for longer. Now, I get, That's I what got, I'm wondering. I don't know. I got really, like, yeah. nervous because, of course, like, you hear like, okay, your, your father has uh, COVID and like, you're just, you just go to the worst places. Cause you hear these horrible stories. And then you think like, when was the last time I saw them? Is that going to be the last time I see them? Am I going to have to say goodbye through a Kindle or a, or a iPad? Yeah. yeah. Not a Kindle, not a Kindle, an iPad. Uh, you know what, you know what I mean? Like you, you go to the worst like places, but then you really have to think about it. And, um, most people, I mean, like statistically, most people do not have, those horrific symptoms or the life-taking symptoms. Now it's crazy the amount of people, like it's crazy how many people it's killing. And I'm not like trying to downplay that by any means, no, but like statistically no. you're probably going to be, I mean, oh, as okay as you can, like you're not dead, I, I guess. I well, yeah. And I was feeling that way too. And I was sitting in bed and I heard so many stories, like you're feeling good. And then one day you yeah. wake up and you're in the hospital because yeah. you yeah. can't breathe. I mean, uh, my cousin went to the hospital and she said, I still felt good. I just couldn't breathe. And That's she was in the hospital for four weeks. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Till her oxygen level came back. So when she said, I felt fine. I just couldn't breathe very good. And, and now so, I'm bankrupt. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Now you have to the, like every dollar you make for the rest of your life. Yeah, goes back to this the, awesome medical plan that was going to come out. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? Yeah. It's the best I plan. Oh. Yeah, that's probably it. You know, there's almost the like a... Took it. The, the My Pillow guy shoved it up his butt. <laughs> there's shoved an, it up his cloaca. Clo- his cloaca. No, that guy Joe doesn't Joe Biden will come out with a great one and Trump say, he stole it from me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He stole the... Stole the oh, any, yeah, anything that's, good. That's what anything good that happens, like... From here on out, they'll From they'll try to out. yeah they'll try to like be like well it's because of this thing. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine yeah. how many executive orders that Biden must be like writing right now to like undo? Oh my gosh, undo the shit. thousands of them. It seems like I mean even here <laughs> I, in Utah I, we're affected. Yeah. We get yeah, bears ears like, and. Uh, yeah. I think there were like thirteen today alone. Like literally the second yeah. he was sworn in. Executive order. Executive order. <laughs> but Trump yeah, did so the same so thing when he took yeah. office. Yeah, yeah he did. so far to keep a running tally, they did. They he undid the Muslim ban, he undid the uh, trans and gay ban in the military. Oh, thank God! They oh my God! They, uh, they are rescinding the the barriers designation in Utah. Yeah. They uh, uh, there was like and, weird uh, little things like about appointments. And, what about yeah, the, like appointments what, in the government? What about the pollution thing in Utah? Are they going to rescind that crap? No, yes, yes. He power, power plants cannot pollute anymore like they can before. I'm, I mean, so, I'm really ready for like that shit. Like I see the refineries and you drive by them. I'm just like, we have to be at a, like, let's just get this, like get, get these gone. Like I don't want them anymore. They say it's, and then when you're like, well, the air's bad. And they're like, yeah, because you drive a car and you have a wood fire every now and again. You're like, really? Or is it that power plant that's pumping out the yeah. gray smoke 24 yeah. hours a day, 365 for the last 10 years? You know shit, Oh, no, right? it's me because I have a fucking car that I drive for like four well, miles. Well, you got a magnesium you know. plant behind Antelope Island that's the number one pooter in America. That's they don't crazy. even drive their cars to it because it ruins the paint on their cars. They that's insane. Cars can get busted. Um, and there's no regulations against them. But it's the only magnesium plant in America. Ugh. So that's the thing, too. And I mean, and, and a lot of it is cars, but the tests, the studies that I've seen, it was mostly the diesel trucks because <laughs> they have no pollution control on them. And that's where the most pollution <laughs> comes from. 
we we give those guys a reality show from Utah, the Diesel Brothers, where they like they cold yeah. roll, where they like take out yeah. the regulator so you burn more black smoke in yep. your car. Yeah, they chip yeah, all their just, trucks. That's, that's, that's what they do. Right? Like, that's you would think so, but we'll see it. Like your truck in there, and they'll chip it for you. I think you know? I truly believe that all of us will see that day come of where we're like, man, do you remember we were like talking about this? I because I, I think it's like twenty to thirty years away, and I think all of us will probably still be around by that time. It'll be like the way we talk about how they used to use leeches for medical care. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know, it so, really like, will. Archaic. Like, can you be? Can you imagine? That like people didn't use solar, like free energy. Can you imagine? They didn't, yeah. they didn't harness the power of the wind to turn on their lights. <laughs> yeah. fucking retards. Yeah. Well, solar, here's an example. When I was getting solar on my house, all these articles were coming out in the papers and things like that. It's the worst thing that you can do. It's ruined my house. You see all these reviews, you look at reviews. Oh, I couldn't, it doesn't work in my house is now. I, I don't have any energy. So I went knock on doors that people had solar and I asked them, how is your solar? I'm sorry to bug you, but I'm, I'm thinking about getting it. And they were like, I've had never had a problem with it. I love it. I didn't yeah. have, I, I must've knocked on 10 doors and I mean, not one bad review. And so I thought, okay, those reviews are Rocky mountain power just because they're going to lose money off this. So they're putting fake reviews. You just can't believe anything anymore. You know? The only thing that weirds me out about solar is that you still have to be plugged into the grid for it to like work. Like, and I'm in my head, yeah. like if, if you have solar, when like the power grid goes out, you should be like, good thing we got solar, you know? <laughs> I know. I wonder if I could well, get like extra solar that you could just switch on right? that like, when the power goes out. Oh, I'm going to switch this on. But the problem is they say the is batteries. it goes back into the, you know, it goes back into the lines and when they're yeah. working on the lines, they can get electrocuted. That's why they shut it off. Yeah. No, it's well, I don't know why you just can have solar for the at home, but the batteries only last a couple hours once you get the power yeah. off too. They don't last that long, yeah. so there's got to be a better way. There, and there will be once everybody yeah, like buys into be. it. That's the thing is you yeah. just gotta have like these companies like everybody's got to make that decision. Like this is where the this is where we're going, and then people will be like, "Oh, I want to make a company, and we're gonna really look into this, and we're gonna do this and that." No, it will, and we'll get yep. there. We'll get there, but God, I can't. I wait. think so. I just can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we're moving forward again yeah i mean yeah yeah do you but think there's a lot of hate out there there's a lot of hate do you think but, that trump's gonna officially be like impeached after the impeachment I trial i think Senate? he will be i think he will be uh, mitch mcconnell's all for it because i feel like that's like the republicans like and only i think way mitch to be mcconnell like, he can't run again <laughs> saw that mob come after him and they were yelling names at him because he had turned Called, you know, Mitch Trader, Mitch Trader, you know, they were young, whatever they were young and scared him. Yeah. And he realized this is what Trump is. Yeah. This is what Trump has created. And he's even said that. And I think he just got I scared mean, for his life. I mean, poor he Pence, he had his family there. Too. His little girl had to see that. And they barely got him out before they rushed into the main office. You know, it's, yeah, it was close. And, and I mean, everybody says they wouldn't have killed anybody, but who knows? I, they oh, didn't I, look I think, like they were. I think they would have the friendliest people. <laughs> I yeah. think they would have. I think because it was already happening, and like it, all it would take is like one person, and then like all of them, like yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's hang them up there. You know? Oh I think, yeah. I think it could have like easily caught on to like turn into this like. Blood oh bath. yeah. Yep. Those people were not rational thinking people. No, they <laughs> thought they were doing a coup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You mean you mean the guy with the Norse tattoos, the American flag face paint, and the. <laughs> The yeah, Viking yeah. Lords, he not, wasn't rational? Yeah, something about him, just not rational. Not rational. Well, he's protecting the kids from becoming shit boy, RD, forgetting little. 
But yes. but now that this is over, we have more time to sit back and focus on dinosaur butthole stories, right, guys? Well, that's what's more important. Let, I mean, I'm, I just hope I don't hear that word for a while. <laughs> Let's virtually put our hands in the middle and we'll do a whoa dinosaur buttholes to take us out. Okay, ready? ready? Whoa. All right. Whoa. Two, whoa. One. whoa. And that's how we end the show. <laughs> All right, Father, as usual, thank you for talking with us. You yeah, have a good welcome. night. Smelling your farts. I, uh, let us know when they come back to yeah, full strength. Let us know when you smell your farts again. I will. And we will yeah. talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think uh, we're going to have UK oh, Peter <laughs> take us out. Oh, let's so have wait. let's have Arnold tell us something. I was, because, okay. Like he came, he came out, he came out after like the whole insurrection thing. And like, I really found myself being like, Arnold Schwarzenegger is kind of the shit. Like, I, I'm sure that like, he's done things I probably would love, but like when he like talks and I'm just like, all I got to do is put a little like inspirational music behind him. I'm like, what is that Arnold? I'll do anything. He said. <laughs> but just That's like, I think demolition man was more of like a, a predictive piece. Yeah. Than it was a piece of, like, I think we are <laughs> going to change the law so that Arnold could become president one day. Like what? If, and he should be almost. Cause listen, trust yourself, break some rules. Like, listen, like, listen <laughs> yeah. again, trust yourself break some rules who doesn't want to listen to that guy i'll listen who to is your daddy and what does he do <laughs> man i'm gonna go listen come to with me if you want to live go that's what he should have like yeah i'll go with you arnold come with me if you want to live i'm gonna go listen to some arnold before bedtime i think fuck yeah get like properly like inspired and then like get mad at myself <laughs> then get mad at myself that i got inspired because i was just like what who do you think you are to be inspired Another homework assignment, go on to Google and YouTube Arnold and the pump and hear him talking about whenever I work out and I lift heavy weights, I get like the pump. It's like a blood flowing in your arms. It's like better than sex. I get so hard thinking about it. And word for word, it's just the greatest thing, him talking about how he, he gets hard from working out. So You can do that or you can go listen to one of his inspirational speeches. Trust yourself. Break some rules. <laughs> All right, let's have UK Peter take his out. I hope you have learned something today. Lord Jesus knows, I certainly have. I'm going to go try not to throw up while Bruce Springsteen sings an inspirational style song. Now go out there and live your life like a perfect and unique dinosaur butthole.